Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the 14th place finisher of Summit, Goose, about social hierarchies and challenge participation. I'm joined today by the third person eliminated from Alliance Summit and the 14th place finisher of that season. Uh, as they went by during the season, Goose. Hi. Thank you for having me, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Goose. Uh, man, it is... I don't know. This was a... I think this was a season that I remember feeling very very excited about for a lot of different reasons um the primarily uh, above all else probably was the cast i think mm. we had a really strong cast on paper and uh i guess uh it didn't pan out perfectly for everyone that i thought was going to be doing so well uh can't all be can't <laughs> all be home runs no um i mean uh, but even to that extent like I think even, you know, uh, when you look at some of our seasons, I think this one um, uh, stands out as one of the better ones uh, if you look at pre-merge people, to me. Oh, yeah, I fully agree. Uh, (laughs) No bias from your perspective either. No, no, none, none, not at all. (laughs) Especially that one person from pre-swap. Ooh, amazing. (laughs) No, I I totally agree. I mean, I've seen um, I've seen quite a few people from this cast play elsewhere since you know our season in Alliance, um, and a lot of them have been very successful and very entertaining. So yeah, this was definitely a really good cast, and there weren't. I mean, aside from the first couple boots, there were not really any duds casting wise. Mm-mm. And I would even say, like, even including, like, the first few boots, like, there was no, there weren't any AFK players this season. Yeah. We didn't exactly. have that problem. There were some yeah. who seemed a little AFK, but uh, eventually... Some who maybe should have been AFK. <laughs> but eventually, uh, I don't know, it, it it worked out. It worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so I guess the first thing I want to ask is, you know, how you found out about us to apply in the first place um so i first found out about orgs in general um i think the beginning of december 2020 um Mm -hmm. i i think i just stumbled into the uh into the online survivor subreddit (laughs) and then through that i saw an advertisement for alliance and then I think this might have been the first server that I joined when I got onto Discord. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, joined up with the Alliance server, applied for the first season that I could, and I got cast. You did. <laughs> it, was, it was that easy. Uh, yeah. Anybody listening that hasn't, hasn't applied, it, it, that's all it takes, really. That's really all it takes, and you definitely should. It's totally worth it, even... Even as the third boot, I can say that playing Alliance is definitely <laughs> worth it. It's an amazing experience. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking at your application here. Never played an org, but you're a Survivor super fan, starting back mm-hmm. in China. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, de- determined to be on the show someday. How is that going? Um, I have not. I have not filmed a audition tape yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably. I, I still need to do that, <laughs> but, you know, I've been, I mean, like you mentioned, I've been following Survivor since I was a little kid. This is something that, you know, it's a show that I'm very passionate about and a game that I'm very passionate about, so, I mean, I, even if I don't end up on the show, which there's a very, very good chance I don't, um, <laughs> I probably won't, um, you know, it's still going to be something that I'm going to you know, love for like my whole life, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Those aspirations are definitely still there. (laughs) What, if I can ask, you know, makes you so passionate about it? I don't know. I mean, like I, I started watching with Survivor China. And when I started watching that season, I immediately fell in love with Todd, Uh um, who ended up winning that season. I, I just felt like I could relate to him more so than I could relate to a lot of other people that I was seeing on TV because he was, you know, the smallest guy out there. He wasn't, you know, much of a threat in challenges, but he was using his intelligence and the strategic gameplay to advance in the game. And that was something that I felt like I could connect with because I wasn't the biggest kid. I wasn't the strongest kid. I wasn't the best, you know, athletically, but... I felt like I, I was pretty smart, and so being able to see that you know intelligence can hugely benefit you in certain situations that really drew me in, and it really drew me into the strategic aspect of the game. You know, organizing votes, figuring out who the biggest threat is, aside from you know independent of who the biggest target is. Mm-hmm. You know, working that interplay of peep of like social management while still achieving the strategic you know like what you need to do to get further in the game all of that really drew me in so you know i think that's really what it was it's just the strategy and like the game theory aspect of it yeah yeah no i i fully agree um i think that that was one of the major components when I, I started watching that really made it feel like, I don't know, it just it wasn't quite like the other reality games that you could find on TV. Even yeah, the ones exactly. that are like almost a carbon copy, like Big Brother to a, a large mm-hmm. extent, I think it just, I don't know, there's something about it that I've never been able to get into Big Brother, but um, I, I, you know, latched on to Survivor and, and never looked back. Yeah. Uh, well, we're super glad that you applied. Um, super sad uh, about the result, of course, but <laughs> let's let's kind of get into that. Um, so, uh, you like you said, you applied in early December. Summit uh, started uh, two days ago, a year ago, oh and God. <laughs> and uh, you know, it was our first season that wasn't during the spring or the fall uh, as 2021 
was God, it's not even 2021 anymore um <laughs> as 2021 is going to be our first <laughs> year where we did three seasons of alliance uh in the same calendar and i but you know peek behind the curtain a little bit but one of the things we had talked about relating to summit was you know especially coming off of dark forest which had been the first time we did 18 people uh mm-hmm. was you know we 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 extended to 18 people we kept 39 days and we still kind of felt like we had a lot of flexibility and a lot of maneuverability within that schedule and so it kind of dawned on us like we don't need it to be 39 days like that, that's just you know a, um, a construct of the show that yeah seemed to permeate everywhere else and so summit became the first season we're like well hey look you know we don't actually have a 39 day window that's super convenient so let's make it shorter and so summit became the first season to deviate from that length and it was only 31 days long uh and so we we had even considered like well we don't even need 16 people we could do it with 14 like we did in chattern um if we needed you know the extra flexibility but uh, we ended up with 16 and i think it worked from a scheduling standpoint fairly well uh and so uh so i don't remember like the timeline as far as uh telling you that you'd been cast and all that kind of stuff but um you get cast and you join the marooning channel you know the day before the the season starts and you start to get an idea of who's going to be playing other players joining the marooning channel with you I don't know, did you have any strong first impressions about anybody else or anything like that? Um, I think, I mean, generally speaking, everyone in the cast was being obviously super nice and personable in um, the marooning. I had actually, um, I had actually been playing with Jessica in, a pre- <laughs> in another org um, while Alliance was marooning. So it was like, you know, I was getting a little bit of double vision because I, I'm now playing in two orgs with the same person, my mm-hmm. first two orgs as well. So, <laughs> so I mean, Jessica being on the cast obviously was like the first thing that stood out to me. Um, you know, talking to everyone, Hen was nice, Brad Hand was nice. I remember talking to Wind, uh, KT. I think the person that stood out especially to me that I had an especially good connection with in Marooning was DC, Mm. which if you know DC should come as no surprise. (laughs) Yes. That man is a ray of sunshine. Um, (laughs) I mean, we were able to talk quite a bit at the end. We were able to connect about both being um, men of the theater. Yep. We were able to talk about that, and he just—he was just really sweet and really genuine. So he was definitely the person that I connected with the most at Marooning, and of course, we end up on different tribes. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah, we. Uh, this was. Let's see. After Dark Forest, we came back to Summit and predetermined the tribes behind the scenes i don't have a record of how that was decided uh i don't think um i think one of the things we had tried to split up was uh partially by age Mm -hmm. um 
and then sub uh, after that it you know there was there were too many like connections on this cast that we were aware of uh so you know especially people who've been playing the off-season games that Allie was running uh, mm-hmm. You had DC and Henry and um, Stark and Shannon and Jessica and all these people who like maybe weren't like super close, but definitely were very familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was mildly concerning. Like, I don't know. There was no like easy way to keep everyone split up perfectly. And so it just kind of had to do what we could um i think let's see jessica clara shannon and then kt bella uh we didn't I think we had four she her and then clara and you are they them i don't know mm-hmm. that like that didn't really work out i don't think we've really had to concern ourselves splitting up by gender that much because we've never had an even split in gender yeah. to start out so it's it kind of tough to balance things that way but that all said, um, I feel like you mentioned like everyone being super nice in the marooning channel. This was the most overt marooning channel we've had, I think, even to date. <laughs> Just how obvious everyone was with who they were familiar with and who they knew and what was going like the relationships that had been formed before the season had even started, uh, which, you know, doesn't. <laughs> probably not not great for anybody who's not part of those relationships uh but yeah prob- probably not <laughs> um i don't like you know you mentioned but you mentioned you know sort of bonding with dc a bit and i think mm-hmm. i think especially at, at the onset we felt like the people who did have those bonds already like a dc and like a hen and so on were people who could continue to form more bonds that would you know be equally as significant during the season oh yeah uh not sure if that's exactly what happened but um i think the capacity (laughs) was there uh, under the right circumstances um so so marooning uh we cast a 16 two tribes of eight was how this one went down with the yellow Mm -hmm. rutka tribe and the pink arunama tribe uh, you were on that pink tribe with Jessica, Clara, Shan, Yes, Spencer, Spidey, Stark, and William. Mm-hmm. First, uh, I don't know. How are you feeling about your first tribe? Um. Well, like I mentioned before, I I was already playing with Jessica, so having that <clears throat> excuse me, having that relationship going in was definitely a boost for me. Um, you know, because Jessica was someone who I had already been able to work with strategically, um, in another game. So I was able to have that, I was, you know, I was hopefully able to have that relationship sort of carry over, uh, into Summit. Um, and then, you know, I mean, conversations that I had on those first couple of days were good. I think it kind of it became pretty apparent pretty early on, at least in my eyes, that the people that were at the top of that tribe were Stark and Shan. Mm. I mean, it was pretty obvious based on, 
you know, for Stark, how much he was contributing in challenges, how much he was contributing, uh, like, in the public tribe chat. And then Shan, just just based on, like, the individual conversations we were having, I could tell that she was very sociable, very, you know, charismatic, very friendly. Um, and so, like, I was sort of able to use that to sort of, like, anchor myself mm -hmm. on where relationships in the tribe were revolving around um yeah i, I mean that's pretty much my what i got <laughs> and where did you kind of feel that you fit into all that um well <laughs> i don't think i was active enough to be at the top um but at the same time i also felt like you know there were other i wasn't i wasn't alone at the bottom in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it was pretty obvious based on activity. Uh, Spencer and Clara were a couple of other people who were not necessarily the most active, especially at the beginning of the game. So I didn't feel like, I obviously wasn't at the top. I didn't feel like also I was like bottom, bottom. Okay. That. Okay. So new tribe some dynamics forming already uh the first little mini challenge we set up was the setting up camp mm -hmm. uh reward to kind of give everyone an idea of familiarizing themselves with the sub channels and you know getting an idea of how the commands would work and things mm -hmm. um it took your tribe 10 minutes to set up your camp uh which was pretty quick but it took rutka seven minutes and so they won the reward of flint, which or extra flint, which would be viable in the immunity challenge to come. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Did you feel like, I don't know, were you part of that 10-minute rush to set up camp at all? Um, yeah, I was. I Honestly, I kind of felt like I was just behind everyone else by like half a step. Mm. But... Um, you know, I, w I was in that rush. And this is one of the few challenges I actually was able to participate in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, it was a great way of figuring out the sub-channels, figuring out sort of the format of the org. Um, yeah, that was definitely a fun challenge. Definitely very hectic as well. Yeah. There were some, some people had stopped to just like direct traffic. Everyone was like, <laughs> I have this, what do I do with it? And it's like, no, we've been, we passed that like two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's kind of hard when everyone's jumping from channel to channel to keep up with what's been done already. Mm. Yes. Because uh, we started doing this in Dark Forest and at the time, and even in Summit, it was a reward challenge where the goal was to finish it fastest. Um, mm -hmm. That would change the season after yours where it would stop being a reward challenge and simply be a, we're going to create a thing, uh, or like we're going to teach you a thing. Uh, it does not matter how long it takes. We more, care more about you understanding what you're, what you're seeing and reading and so on. Um, mm -hmm. Which, you know, there's pros and cons to each way. I do... Like you said, like needing somebody to direct traffic and needing to have everyone kind of talk to each other more meaningfully, uh, I think you get that more 
and it's it's more obvious that there's if there's an issue with that when it's um, based on how fast you can do it. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's worth the <laughs> loss of like <laughs> not knowing what's going on and <laughs> being completely yeah. confused the entire time and just uh, yeah doesn't work so well. Um, so uh, extra flint goes to Rutka uh, for the tending fire immunity challenge. Um, this is the 24-hour check-in, essentially. Um, yep. And this was a uh, this was a rough one, <laughs> um, <laughs> in hindsight, uh, because the vague vague parameters were you just had to keep your fire going. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. Rutka had the advantage of if their fire went out, they could restart it, um, and you didn't, or however many times you could, they had an extra one. And the fire needed to be tended to every 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. The issue was that the tiebreaker, if the fires uh, were tended the entire 24-hour period, uh, was how many times they were tended to by either tribe. So it became less about consistently keeping the fire lit and more about who can stay up for 24 hours, uh, which is not exactly what we wanted it to be. Um, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, everyone could tend the fire as maximum of 24 times, because uh, you can only do it once per hour. So, uh, tell me about this challenge. <laughs> um, I think this might have been, <clears throat> I think this might have been the first time I had ever done a endurance challenge in an org. Um... I will say definitely not my favorite type of challenge, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I actually feel pretty good about at least my individual performance in it. Obviously, the tribe won, which is exactly what you want to have happen mm-hmm. early on in the game. Um, but I also felt like personally, uh, this was one of the very, very few times where my time zone was actually an advantage because being... <laughs> Being in Pacific time, you know, being three hours later than, you know, the rest of the cast was really advantageous because it enabled me to stay up later and sort of cover those late night, early morning, witching hour uh, (laughs) time periods that no one else was going to be able to. And so I, you know, I felt like if I were able to perform the rest of the game, like I did in that challenge, I think I would have been in a much better spot. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, I felt I felt good about my performance. I felt good. I was able to like get it every hour on the hour. I was super hype about being able to do it just right on the dot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely felt good about that challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you. Had four people. Half of your tribe had at least twenty-two check-ins. Um, everyone on everyone across both tribes had at least fourteen check-ins, uh, which is really impressive. Um, and Shannon, uh, the only person on either tribe that got twenty-four out of twenty-four check-ins. Uh, and like like you said, your tribe wins this by seven points. Um, so a fair a fair margin, all things considered. Uh, and so you didn't have the extra, uh, Flint, but you won immunity and that's, that's even better. That's what matters. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so now 
you guys win immunity, um, which I believe during the pre-merge portion of the season, those were the only ways you could get like a quote-unquote day off on the schedule is by winning immunity. Pretty which, much. Uh, and so you get a day off and like, I don't know, uh, and, and maybe this is uh, has changed for you since then, but like on a day off or, or on a, when you have maybe downtime uh, in an org because you did one immunity, especially early on, uh, in the game, like how to, I don't know, like how do you, how do you manage yourself in that situation? Cause you can't just stop playing for a day, but, yeah. but you also like, I don't know, you can't go too hard cause it's a kind of, it's, it's still a day off basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, for me, what I need to do to spend a day off is just socialize. I think, you know, especially 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 in the early goings of the game socializing and like getting those connections early on um it's absolutely essential you know being able to talk to everyone sort of make sure that you're able that your name's not gonna come up when you eventually do end up at travel council Mm -hmm. um so on my day off um Part of it was I also had to focus on another game, which I'm not going (laughs) to ever do that again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I was, you know, spending that time socializing, spending that time advantage hunting. Um, I had put together a spreadsheet of all of the commands that I found and um, the you know, corresponding response so that I can try and, like, piece together any idle hunts that might come up. Um, Obviously, I wasn't able to actually do that. But, you know, just spending that time trying to immerse yourself in the game so that over the course of the rest of the, you know, 31 days or 39 days or however long you end up staying in the game, you're sort of you have more agency in how you're able to navigate right did you i don't know did you feel like you were successful in that um not really (laughs) oh no (laughs) well i don't know Could Um, could you like i know is there do you feel like there was something that you were doing that wasn't working uh or was it more of like a I don't know, just luck of the draw that the people you were with weren't as receptive or Yeah, I think there I think there were a couple of factors. I think part of it was that there were some people that I was playing with that weren't necessarily as receptive or as social. Um you know, a couple of people that come to mind, Clara again, uh Spidey, I was never really able to like get an in with spidey i don't really know why um william as well i was never really able to connect all that well with um yeah i mean like i mentioned before it was it was jess it was stark it was shan those were the people that i was you know those were the people i was talking to the most those were the people that i was sharing command responses with those are the people that were sharing command responses with me Um, so I felt like those were the people that I had the closest connection with at that time. 
Um, so part of it was just people not being as receptive. Part of it was scheduling. Um, you know, I, I <laughs> probably wasn't the best idea to start an org right after starting a job. <laughs> um, but yeah, part of it was that. And then time zones also played a factor because, I mean, the times when I was working in the evenings, when it would be, you know, four, five, six o'clock for me, which was, you know, normal times for me to be working, it would be, you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the other time zones. So that was the time where everyone else was able to, you know, come home from work and like actually focus on the game. And I just wasn't able to be around for that which definitely definitely sunk me right yeah you think like i think i think i when i when i when i when the idea the topic of like time zones and availability and stuff comes up you know i generally just jump to um europe asia australia that those kind of time mm. zones and because i think like i don't know five hours forward from like the average time zone of east coast is is pretty debilitating yeah um, especially during a weekday yeah and all this isn't to say that i had it the worst time zone wise (laughs) obviously not i mean i was only like three hours behind everyone but it was just like that slight change along with this like other handful of factors yeah just like really really just sunk my game i think just like really soured the pot yes i I would agree i think yeah i would say normally west coast east coast interactions are you know they're not ideal but they're usually fine but Mm -hmm. then you like you pile on these other half dozen factors and uh it can be tough it can be really tough uh so while you're doing that um, and having varying levels of success, uh, <laughs> Rutka goes to the first tribal council and votes Nikki out. Um, and then we go to the next day and we have a new immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was team exercises. And so seven people left on each side. So you had to break up into groups, a, a group of three, a group of two and a group of two. And so, let's see here. We had a game of ping pong, a game of attack and defend, and a game of drawing. And uh, your tribe had to sit somebody out. And... I believe it was me. I believe it was you, too. Uh, So, (laughs) uh, was this just you didn't have the availability? Was there more... Was there any aspect of, like, well... I wouldn't be good at any of these things or other people kind of taking the initiative or something like that. It really came down to availability. Okay. You know, I would, I remember doing the when to meet and I was like the only person that could not meet during like a bunch of the time periods where everyone else was able to meet. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, really came down to availability. really came down to my work schedule. Um, which obviously was not great. It's definitely not great to be pinned early on as the person who has to sit out all the time. Right. 
because it automatically puts you as sort of like a liability to your tribe and no one wants to be viewed in that way yes yeah that's that's a uh that's a hard uh that's a hard hole to dig yourself out of yeah yeah um, really without is. without a swap <laughs> uh to kind of mm-hmm. reset everyone's thoughts on on a person it's 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 tough um you know it's it's helpful if your tribe is winning those immunities that you're sitting out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Certainly helped those first couple of rounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you had Jessica and Spidey as your ping pong competitors. Um, William was your attacker. De- Stark was your defender. And then your drawing trio was Shannon, Clara, and Spencer. So... Uh, this basically the team that won two out of the three uh, exercises would win, and uh, Arunima pulls it out two to one uh, in a very close challenge. Um, so, like is like uh, you know, you had to sit out, but you won another immunity. So, yep, bullet dodged. <laughs> um, so uh, for now, for for now, yes. So how do you um? How do you go, so again, everybody, you know, you have this other, this second sort of day off situation. Uh, Do you feel yourself falling into a worse position or? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely felt like I was in a worse position. I mean, like I said, I wasn't able to be there for my tribe. Yeah. And especially in the early goings of the game, you know, you're trying to avoid tribal council, you want to maintain tribal unity as much as possible. And if anyone, you know, goes against that or disrupts that, they're usually the first one to go. So I, at that point, my job really became making sure that my current situation, making sure that people thought or knew that my current situation wasn't going to stay that way and that I was going to get more availability, even if I actually wasn't. <laughs> I just had to... They don't need I to had know to that. Ensure, I had to ensure, guys, I'm not going to sit out every challenge. I promise. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be able to do challenges. I'm, I'm worthwhile to keep around for the sake of the tribe. And so, you know, that's that's sort of the angle that I was taking at this point in the game. Were you, um, cause let's see, uh, that would have been on a, so that, that, that tribal council would have been happening on a Tuesday, uh, mm-hmm. while you're, uh, you know, attempting to convince everybody that you are worth keeping if, and when you do go to tribal council, um, presumably the next immunity challenge would have been a Wednesday. So, <sighs> It's during the week, which isn't great. Mm-hmm. But are you kind of saying in the back of your mind, like, okay, whatever it is, like, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be part of it somehow. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's it's hope for the ber- hope for the best, prepare for the worst. You just have to, yeah, just find yourself in a position where I mean, yeah, obviously, I wanted to participate in the challenge as much as I could, mm-hmm. so. It was again. It was just going to come down to my work schedule and availability. Right. Well, 
Uh, so we get to this challenge uh, after Bella is voted out over on mm-hmm. Rutka, and it's Mancala, infamous, infamous challenge the from Summit. Infamous Mancala <laughs> challenge. Um, and so you now in in testing, and I think as we said in perhaps the immunity channel channel that we had thought uh, maybe we didn't say it maybe it might have been said somewhere but i think the presumed uh length of this challenge was going to be like two to three hours um (laughs) oh how how naive um but even at two and three hours like if you're looking at i guess i guess so i should start out are you familiar with the game of mancala prior to this of this challenge um i had you know played around with the little stones <laughs> in other capacities and i had seen the board i did not know a single rule on how of how to play moncala going into that challenge okay um and so we end up with uh so we're gonna start the challenge at seven eastern which would have been four for you Mm-hmm. If it does go, let's say, on the long end, three hours, um, it's ending at 10 or 7 o'clock your time. So mm-hmm. uh, you're going to end up sitting out of this. But, like, yes. was there any chance you didn't sit out of this? Did you have a choice? No. No? I was probably working... when I, I mean, when I was still at that job, closing shifts were until 8 o'clock my time. Oof. Yeah. And um, so there were usually either like for a half shift, it would be four to eight, which is exactly the window of the challenge. <laughs> um, and if it was a full shift, it would be one day. Right. So if I was working that evening, I was not going to be able to participate. And I'm pretty sure based on me not participating, I definitely had work that evening. Right. Uh, and it's not. I assume it's not a, a job that you could have like pulled out your phone every 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, my phone was in the back room in the locker. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not allowed to have it with me. Uh, so, uh, so here we go. Once again, sitting out of this challenge. Um, I don't know. Like at that point, I, I guess and I, I don't know, maybe this was true of the uh, exercises challenge as well, but sitting out of the challenge and then, like, as it's happening, do you feel as though, if we lose this, it's me? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, sitting out of one challenge is bad enough. Sitting out of two of the first three <laughs> is, it's like, it's like a death sentence, really, mm-hmm. unless you have a very strong social game. Right. Unless you like are able to make those connections early on that are strong enough where people don't want to vote you. It's like you really I you really had to be nose to the grindstone on that. And so sitting out of two challenges was definitely not the position that I wanted to be in going into tribal council. Um but you know, I really just had to just had to like grind really i mean i did, i kind of lost my train of thought a little bit but it was really it, it definitely was like 
it's there's a very good shot that it's me and i'm going to have to work my ass off to make sure that it's not yeah now so if you're done work that day at eight o'clock your time um that means you get off work and this challenge is still going yeah (laughs) do you remember that uh interaction yeah i remember seeing the like start of the I remember like seeing when the start of the challenge was and being like, dang it, I'm going to miss the whole thing again. That's such a disappointment. And then I get out of work, check my phone. And I'm like, oh my God, it's still going. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what? This, this is a, this is an intense challenge. And then like getting home, getting settled, you know, talking with my parents, having dinner, checking my phone again. And it's still <laughs> They're still playing Mancala. Yeah. I, I mean, at that point, I was just, like, applauding the people that had the <laughs> the time and the ability to, you know, do all of that. Right. Yeah. It, so. ugh. It became <laughs> its own endurance challenge at the end. Yeah. Um, at that point, I was sort of glad that I was sitting out. <laughs> Because it was like, got to the point where it was like, I did not want to be just like stuck in there. And I remember like looking at the voice chat, the VC, and it just being just all whole bunch of people. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh God. Everyone's listening. You've got dozens of viewers hanging on every word. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, yeah, so we go a full, like, five and a half, nearly six hours um, of this Moncala, or I think a little over six hours for this entire challenge. Started at seven. It ended at a little after 1 a.m. East Coast time. Um, cool. And so, uh, yeah, solid six hours there. And at the end of it, it was Rutka winning their first immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, uh, pressure's on. Pressure is absolutely on. So, what is, other than, hey, I'm going to still be here, I'm going to be able to participate in challenges, um, I'm a valuable member of this team, uh, what else is there in your, like, pitch to people to get the target on somebody else, anybody else? Um... At that point, it was pretty obvious that the two people at the bottom of this try were myself and Spencer. Um, you know, both for like kind of the same reason we weren't able to necessarily be as active as we wanted. I think Spencer was the other person that sat out of um, mm-hmm. Mancala. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Um, so really as much as it was about getting the vote off of me, it was also working to get the vote onto Spencer. So right after the challenge, I posted this big, long paragraph about being like, hey, I'm sorry. I've just had really terrible timing um, with work. I promise I'm here for the tribe. I promise I'm here to compete. Um... And Spencer basically echoes the exact same sentiment in a shorter paragraph right after me. So <laughs> seeing that, I was like, there's my ammunition. 
So I went to Shan, I went to Stark, I went to Jess, and I was like, hey, I really want to stay here. Also, look at this other guy who's copying exactly what I said. (laughs) He doesn't seem like he has the same, like, devotion and dedication to the game as I do, even though I haven't been able to be around as much. So really, I mean, I even talked to Spencer about this at the time, and we were like, yeah, it's probably one of us. <laughs> so, I mean, it was kind of obvious. I mean, like I said, it was very obvious that Shan was the one that was running the tribe. So I made my pitch especially strong to her mm-hmm. because I knew, you know, she definitely had the sway on the rest of the tribe, where if I was able to endear myself to her, she was going to be able she would hopefully um, be able to convince the rest of the tribe, hey, I had this conversation with Goose. He said this and this and this and this. I think we should keep him. I mean, um, so that was really the angle that I was trying to go for. I was making pleas to everyone while also focusing on the person I knew was like in power. Did you get in a what kind of like of a sense did you get that what you were saying was having any sort of effect either positive negative um i wasn't really getting one i mean (laughs) shan and everyone that i talked to was very like kept all the information very close to the chest you know i mean because obviously you don't want to tell the person that you're voting for that you're voting for them but they also didn't say specifically which direction they were voting in they didn't tell me they were specifically going to be voting for spencer in my stead so i basically just was like throwing i was like throwing it out there and they were like you know kind of like the we'll get back to you Mm -hmm. like that type of mentality and so i just i was just like holding on to a prayer shan was also asking me for advantage hunts and like you know commands that i had put in that i had gotten responses from which at the point was kind of like i felt a little bit like she was using me for that extent but at the same time i barely had any more information that she did and that was also the same exact thing that i had done to her (laughs) a few days prior Mm -hmm. so i couldn't be too upset (laughs) fair fair enough uh, so you get to go to your first tribal council. Mm-hmm. Um, While I'm at work, by the way. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if I mentioned, I don't know if this has come up, but <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. at work on a break, sitting out in front of my pet food store on my phone <laughs> doing tribal council. Yeah. It started at 830 our time, 530 your time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you get your... I don't know, like, you get, it's live, so, you know, it's not going to take 24 hours, but yeah, it's also probably not going to take 15 minutes. Um, yeah. So, so <laughs> I did have that. to, I did have to dip out, like, near the end, just because my manager was like, hey, you need to come back in and work. I took, like, a 20-minute break when I was supposed to only take, like, 10-minute breaks. Mm-hmm. So... Like I was, I was doing as much as I could 
you yeah. know, trying to stay, but. Yeah, there's a, let's see here, 8.40 or 5.40 your time. You posted that it's no secret I haven't been as active as I could have been. I'm a victim of some very poor circumstances about work and time zones, but I've put 100% effort into this game. All I ask is that my tribe recognize that and recognize that my inactivity was not for the lack of effort. I want to be here more than anything in the world and to be sent home because of circumstances that are out of my control, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. And, uh, you know, you got a nice response from Stark who, you know, mm-hmm. praised your, you know, fire tending reliability. And uh, and then you get, so your presumed uh, opponent at this tribal council, Spencer, uh, responds a minute or so later with, you know, I just want to say that I'm sick right now, so I'm not going to be able to leave the house for the next few days, um, which is like amazing, Come on. <laughs> amazing, and like you know, how does it, you know, who who who's to say? Uh, I guess he can tell me if that was true or not when I get to his interview, but um, you know, it's like <laughs> I don't know, it, it's just a strange. Uh, situation because like i like we kind of said it's not like the two of you were inactive it was just especially for you just really tough to match up your availability with everyone else's and part of that also also, go ahead i'm sorry i'm also i'm looking at travel council right now and you right afterwards you ask a question about like breakdowns in communication and like a few of us answer and it's like, I'm like, I'm not, not breakdowns. I just haven't been able to k- talk as much because I've been busy, which I recognize hurts my game. And I pro- and I like apologize. And I promise to be better. And then Spencer, like, <laughs> if everyone ever wants to talk, just hit me up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I felt like I was being like, I understand my shortcomings. I understand what I need to do. And I, like, I promise I will be able to do it going forwards. And he's like, yeah, y'all can talk to me. <laughs> so yeah. uh, well, it was like, uh, come on, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's two very different approaches um, to trying to like address the same issue. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, plenty of people will tell you that, Oh, nothing that really gets said at tribal council impacts the vote and everybody kind of knows where they're doing before it starts. Mm. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, uh, and you know, I'll talk to some of these people later, but I'm guessing that that was probably true in this tribal council already. I but, think so. but I'm curious, you know, if they will feel as though, you know, it, I don't know, like if they, preferred spencer's approach to this issue more than yours if her his issue was less uh significant perhaps or uh, or if like maybe they didn't prefer his 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 approach and it just happened that like well we can't we don't have we can't dm so it's not like we can switch to spencer now unless we do it openly uh -hmm. so you know it, it, it it's tough yeah and i also wonder um you know, you mentioned your availability and some of the things that the, some of the problem is that it didn't really like it really doesn't work with a challenge like Moncala where it's everyone on your tribe together at once. Yeah. But I would say that like 
especially for something like the team exercises challenge where you don't need to be online the whole time that challenge is going on just when you and your partner or you know you and the two people in the other tribe like that's a much easier uh subset of people that you just have to be online for with mm-hmm. um i don't remember how much flexibility there had been um for the for that challenge from an availability standpoint because i know that that i mean that was a monday so like you know not ideal but um i don't know maybe maybe there was a maybe there was an avenue over there if say you know you would have been able to take a role that maybe wasn't optimal and like it pushed somebody else who wanted a the role that was best for them into another role that wasn't optimal or something like that yeah like that's its own set of <laughs> set of issues yeah but i mean it's also with that as much as you know you want to get everyone to participate as much as possible like you also have to keep in mind you got to put your best foot forward yes you have to make sure that you're putting out the best group of people to be able to do this challenge and to be able to give your tribe the best shot at winning. And Mm -hmm. if my limited availability would be a hindrance to that, then it's like, obviously, they're not going to put me into the challenge if I'm not around, if I don't have as much availability and if I'm on a stricter schedule as all my tribe mates. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, So as this uh, tribal council kind of, wraps up and heads into this vote you mentioned you had to kind of like drop out a little earlier um Mm -hmm. but you know you did you feel as though i don't know did you have any hope that things were gonna fall your way as opposed to against you um i i think i i gave myself about like a 25 percent chance of surviving this tribal council definitely not zero but also not very likely. I At that point, it was kind of like I had done as much as I could, but the question really was, is it going to be enough? Is it going to change anything mm-hmm. for me? Because as much as I'm talking about recognizing what I have to do and what you know my downfalls are in the game how much are they going to actually believe me how much how much how much weight does my word have on this tribe right like that that was really the question at the end yeah yeah that's uh so uh were you able to did you i noticed i know you weren't there like you didn't say anything uh after the votes were revealed did you see the votes revealed or i did not see the votes revealed i had already gone in back into work at that point so i didn't know technically (laughs) what the results are going to be and i wasn't going to know until you know like three hours later when i'm off my shift yeah so what was that period of time like uh it was it was stressful it was i mean i I still had to focus on my job. Sure, I still had to sure. focus on work and everything. So, you know, I kind of, I tried my best to sort of like try to move it to the back of my mind as much as possible. But 
there was just like that little like pit of dread that was like sitting in my stomach for the rest of the shift um so yeah so when you finally get off work and see uh the results and uh you have been voted out uh ultimately seven to one seven to one your lone vote for spencer Mm -hmm. um as well as Spencer's crossed-out vote for Shannon. Spencer's uh, crossed-out vote. <laughs> Iconic. Um, what do you... I don't know. Like, what was... I don't know. I, I guess we kind of know, like, how you feel about it. But, um, I don't know. What do you do next? What do you think about, feel, etc.? Um, well, I mean, in that moment, I was pretty upset. I'll be honest. Yes. I did not want to be voted out. Because, uh, I mean, also, Alliance was, like I said, the first org on Discord that I had ever joined. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt... It, it was... I felt so much more like a part of a community than, like, than I had... Like, it before the game, I, it was felt like just such a, such a like great community. Which, I mean, props to you all for fostering such a wonderful community so i really i really really wanted to do well in this game and being the first boot from my tribe and the third boot overall just it was not at all how i wanted my game to go and it was not at all the outcome that i wanted and so i was upset about it uh as people know from the final words in my confessional oh yeah i'm looking at them right now (laughs) (laughs) a lot of a lot of swear words in here. A lot of swear words. <laughs> definitely, definitely not proud of that. I will say, um, but you know, it was just like I was, I was gutted, and I mean, to feel like I had put all of this work into trying to keep my spot and it didn't change anything, it was just a bummer. It was a huge bummer. Um, obviously, looking back. I think it was probably the right decision. I mean, probably not for Jessica and Will and Clara, but I mean, I think overall, you know, I don't, I don't at all blame them for voting me out. If I was in their position, I probably would have done the same thing. Well, so that's but, a, so that's an interesting um, comment because you had mentioned that when you're fighting for your life, um, you know, you focused on Stark and Shannon. And, and people mm-hmm. that you felt were in a lot of power. But um, was there ever a consideration to kind of reach out to those that maybe weren't in power? Um, I was able to talk to Shin and Stark because I had already had a connection with them. I felt like there was already a, like a, a sense of rapport between us. So I felt like at that point my best bet was trying to leverage the relationships that I had already and mm-hmm. not because I, I it would have been it would have felt icky to be to like not be messaging with someone for three days and then go into their channel and be like hi please don't vote for me <laughs> i barely talked to you but please don't vote for me <laughs> so i figure at that point i figured it was like if i'm able to sway the people in power they're going to be able to sway everyone else. So that was sort of the angle that 
I was looking at it, and it was it was very obvious. Shen was the one in power. I mean, I think Spencer's parchment very, <laughs> very clearly illustrates that that Shen was top dog on that tribe. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so that was it. Uh, that was that's that that's. Was it. That's where things ended uh, for your time mm-hmm. in Summit. Um, I mean, we... I still had a wonderful time spectating the rest <laughs> of the season. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, no. we had an exit interview, then I think, two or two or so days later, mm-hmm. um, you know, which we kind of talked about a lot of the stuff that we've already talked about here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like, <laughs> you know, I see the all caps lock, all bold, you know, yes, please, 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 a hundred percent. I would play again. <laughs> um, things, and so, you know, as you know, you mentioned, you know, watching the rest of Summit and you know, however much you've spectated um, High Seas and Nexus Park. Like, mm-hmm. I'm curious, like for somebody who, you know, whose time in the game was cut short uh, due to, you know, not because you're bad at the game, but because of additional factors beyond that. Uh, when you're watching the game happen, like, is there a, a different aspect of it or a different dimension to it where, like, man, like, I don't know, you just have that, like, that could be me, like, actually making moves, actually winning mm-hmm. challenges, actually, you know, forming bonds, actually, you know, finding idols, this, that, and the other? Um, I mean, for the rest of Summit, the, I was watching it sort of... I mean, I, I was watching it as, like, a spectator and just, like, you know, enjoying the game, enjoying the gameplay. Summit, I think, was an amazing season. Um, but also, there was, like, the little bit of me in the back of my mind saying, thinking, what would I do if I was in Spencer's position? Because it was between me and Spencer going into that tribal council. So it was like, what would have happened if Spencer was voted out instead of me. So I sort of had that aspect of it going as well, where I was looking at like, what would I have done if I was the bottom person ranked on my tribe and I was sent off to the camp by myself uh, yeah. to like, you know, just have like a day to explore. How would I have taken advantage of that? Coming into post-swap rootkey um, with Clara and Jessica and you know, DC, Hen, and KT, like, how would I have, what would I, what would I have done on that tribe? You know, it's just like, sort of like hypothetical situations just bouncing around in my head of like, what would I have done? How would I have responded? Um, but ultimately, like, I, I was just watching to watch. I was watching to, you know, have fun. And then obviously with High Season Nexus Park, it's kind of like a similar thing just wanting to watch as much as i could see you know people that i recognize people that i played with in the past Mm -hmm. um and sort of see like how everything how they were all doing what was happening all the new gameplay aspects the new challenges i mean i mean because also like as as much of a bummer it was that i didn't get to play as much Alliance is just a fun orb to watch. Like, being a spectator for Alliance is just a ton of fun, even if you're not able to do it super, super consistently. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that that's the case. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a 
it's a key that's a key part of things and and you know i mean it's first and foremost for the players but mm-hmm. gotta gotta appease the viewers as much as absolutely you can um so okay so now the last player i talked to before you is the winner from dark forest shitters full and so i've got a couple of questions here from him for you oh he has questions for me oh boy yeah so uh firstly is he mentions that he's seen you both play and host orgs uh which Mm -hmm. do you prefer and why um that's a good question I think I prefer playing because there's a lot more of an adrenaline rush with it. There's a lot more of, you know, not sort of like trying to forecast the unexpected and try to like figure out, like obviously there's like the strategic aspect that I love so much. Um, But I feel like it's a lot easier to get immersed into a game when you're playing it than when you're hosting. Mm. I mean, hosting is also wonderful and it has its own, you know, its own set of pleasures and like its own set of benefits, being able to see this cast that you assembled (laughs) work its way through this game that you helped put together. Obviously there's like, that's tons of fun, but I think for like for relationships and also just like feeling that sense of immersion i prefer playing over hosting what's uh what's your favorite part about hosting um the unpredictability of the players i think i is like as much as like a spectator it's like you don't know what's going to happen and there's like a sense of fun in that have being a host and having this happen around players that you you picked just being able to like because when you're casting it's like you get a handful of like 16 to 20 people you split them up and it's like i wonder how this is going to get together like how things are going to form and you have sort of an idea of it at the beginning but being able to really see that is just so fun like seeing people that you thought were going to do really well do really poorly or (laughs) seeing people that you thought were going to do really poorly do really well you know both of those have happened and it's tons of fun to watch i agree i i agree um and then the other question that shitters has is where does the name goose come from okay um, so around the same time that I was coming back to Discord, um, so like the tail end of 2020, um, I was playing, actually, oh wait, no, no, no. Um, so during that fall semester at college, was I at school? Um, I had been playing a lot of Untitled Goose Game, which, if you're familiar with it, is this wonderful, wonderful um, sort of, like, puzzle game where you play as this goose in a, like, small 
provincial village and you're just going around and causing chaos <laughs> and it's such a fun game to play um and so i've been playing a lot of that and around that same time me and some friends from college were you know starting we're, we were starting to put together a um twitch channel for smash bros because all of my friends were very big very big smash bros players very competitive they still are um me not so much because i was never very good at it um so at that point it was like i need to come up with a new screen name i need to come up with something else because i had one before that was like not very good um and so I came up with the name Goose because, you know, after Untitled Goose Game, and I added the zeros in um, because cu currently, nowadays, I don't use the zeros anymore, like, in-game. I'll just refer to myself as just the Goose normally. Um, but I put the zeros in because... I did not think that I was going to be able to refer to myself as Goose normally, so I put the zeros in just to, you know, add add something extra, add something a little unique. Mm-hmm. So, that's where it comes from. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I like it. I like it. Um, okay, so then, the next person I'm planning to talk to is William. Uh, so. Uh, do you have any questions that you would like me to pass on to him? Um, the one question that I have is something that I know you're already going to talk about with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> board game gate. <laughs> yes. Just the sit the whole situation around that. Um, I guess sort of in that regard, in regards to board game gate just his general feelings about it, but also going into it, did he think it was fair? And did he think that the outcome of it was fair? Yes, I'm, I'm sure I will be talking about that with him <laughs> uh, extensively. Uh, but I'll make sure to include your, your angle on it as well. Um, <laughs> ugh, oy, oy, oy. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting to that part in the... Already one down, you're getting to that part of the interviews. Yeah. Yeah. And... But I, I guess I'm really fascinated because I do love that I'll get to talk to the victim first. <laughs> then the sympathizer, Jessica. Uh, then um, the sort of, like, collateral damage in Clara... Assuming these people all do interviews, that is. Yeah. Um, then, then we take a break off with Spidey if he does one. Then we get into DC, <laughs> and then Henry. So like, what's that? Like five of the next six interviews after this are people yep. directly involved, in involved. And then a, very much towards the end of very this, very long break until you get KT. To KT. Um, so cool. yeah. I, wasn't KT the one that came up with the idea? Or was that Hen? I, well, Hen wasn't even able to do it, so I can't imagine oh, it was his idea. Oh, right. So. Right, Hen had to roll the dice. <laughs> yeah. <There's, laughs> 
Oh, there's so much to so much to unpack there. So much to unpack. Oh my god. <laughs> Watching that happen, I've mentioned this in the past. Watching that happen right after you get voted out is like it was just the craziest thing. <laughs> just being like these are the people that are still in the game. <laughs> like this is what happened when I leave. Yep. Yep. Oh boy. Um, so now, uh, I think that kind of covers Summit and uh, Alliance. Yeah. But um, I recently had the opportunity, and or I guess you recently had the opportunity to play a different game um, that I thought that we could spend a couple minutes talking about. If that if that's okay. Sure. Uh, which which game are you? Oh, Trials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I'll, you know, I'll be able to talk to Jessica shortly, uh, so I can mm. get, uh, her opinion as well. And Spencer also played on the same mm. iteration. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't, I don't plan on doing, you know, like, um, committed trials, podcast episodes like that. I don't think it lends itself as well to something like this, but yeah. I just kind of wanted to get your kind of broad thoughts and and how it went down and kind of see how that felt oh yeah trials was a ton of fun um it was very interesting seeing with the number of people that we had what sort of strategy was going to form because as much as that game was like individual and it was a lot of people like just sort of going off and doing their own thing there I, I knew going in there was definitely going to be some level of strategy involved. And so it just happened that uh, Spencer, Bird, and I ended up in the same area early on and got into a very quick alliance, um, which, I mean, worked out for me pretty well. I got, I think I got like two kills. Uh, I definitely got into combat a few times. You definitely got into combat. Uh, I'm regretful to inform you that you did not get any kills. What? No. Oh, I thought I did. Um, I guess, and I guess background for anybody who didn't spectate Trials was that this is basically, uh, the Hunger Games, um, <laughs> in live action, like, Discord yeah. version. Uh, we had seven participants, including the three I mentioned already, uh, Blink, mm -hmm. Brando, uh, CC and Bird, so all Alliance alumni, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, you just grab weapons and attack each other. <laughs> is yep. the long and short of it. Pretty uh, much. You, so you mentioned deal. You didn't get any kills. You did deal a lot of damage though. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I tracked all that down. Um, you dealt seventeen points of damage Ooh. while you're there, which was third on the cast behind Spencer and Bird. The only people above you. Makes sense. Uh, and uh, yeah, you, so you you, yeah. you you were instrumental in the deaths of others, if not the I was finishing quite blow. Instrumental. <laughs> but yeah, so you and you and Bird and Spencer formed this trio very mm. quickly. Um, very quickly. I was honestly very surprised that it was going to form that quickly. Were you like? Did you? plan to like form a group of uh 
allies initially, or you just saw an opportunity and went with it? Um, a little bit of both, I would say. Um, before this iteration of Trials, I helped out with a little bit of playtesting, mm-hmm. um, where something where like very similarly, I ended up in a sort of like a duo alliance with Flair from I believe she played High C. Yes. Yes, she did. Yeah. So Flair and I ended up in an alliance where we were sort of doing the same thing. We were like hunting around, looking for people, trying to see like what was going on with the areas and everything. Um, So I was definitely, I knew going in, I wasn't going to be able to just beast mode to the end. But I definitely, it was like, I'm going to find someone and get a truce at least i definitely did not expect like immediately going in oh here's an alliance of three in a game of seven (laughs) um wonder how that's gonna turn out yep so i ended up turning out very well i think for all of us yeah so uh so i guess how did you feel about some of the like the actual like combat aspect of it you know you early on get uh in a have an exchange with blink uh mm-hmm. a few times um and then i th- i think you were involved with jessica as well yes um i don't know how yeah, did that and, and with brando and brando okay so how did that all feel on a discord um, side side of things it was it was very high intensity because we, <laughs> we also the three of us did sort of take this stance of we're going to hunt down the rest of the people playing. Um, so I, one strategy that we uh, use that if you're listening and you're playing Trials in the future, take note of this. Um, you can see the status of anyone that's in your same quadrant. So if you, um, so if you go to the nucleus, what we did, we went to the nucleus and then we went into the first section of each, um, each of the quadrants and checked the status of a bunch of players. And so we were able to come back to the nucleus and sort of report out what we found and like go and like attack through that. So, um, so the combat in that sense it was very fun to be able to like hunt someone down and be like, ah, I found you. Yeah. <laughs> like attack them. Um, mechanically, it was also pretty fun. The dodge aspect was a little bit, or like the defend aspect was a little bit confusing because you weren't really able to tell as much. You weren't able to tell if the defense had gone through or if it had worked until after the attack went through. Uh-huh. So... And that's just sort of like a mechanic of the game, which is totally fine. But it's like, it's it's a little it's stressful because it's like you don't, unless you're constantly keeping track of your own status and you're able to find healing items, you don't really know how much damage you're taking. It's sort of just like you get in there, you see someone, and just reflex you start swinging. <laughs> so I mean, that's exactly what happened with me and Jess at one point. Yes. Where it was like, <laughs> I got into a channel and I wanted to talk to her, but I immediately just went like, attack! And I was like, oh, wait, no, hold up, stop. Yeah. Uh, what, if I can ask, like, what was your plan? Like, you, at the time, I think there were only five people left. 
uh, Bird, Spencer, Cece, you and Jessica. Um, <laughs> you and Jessica exchange blows. <laughs> and then you want to, like, talk, possibly form a truce. Was this an attempt to, like, turn on your prior group? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. At that point, I sort of recognized that among the three of us, I was the least equipped. Um, I At that point, I think I picked up a short sword and a, I know I had a pipe for a while. I also had a baseball bat. Um, but pretty much everything that I had was only going to be able to do like two damage. And so I knew Spencer with the katana, which dealt three damage. And since Bird had darts, which were a ranged weapon, um, I knew I was at a disadvantage among the three of them. So my initial plan was to try and split up the trio so that I could pull one of them aside and be like, hey, we need to go after the other person because they're going to win. Um, <laughs> which I never really had an opportunity to do. So eventually I went off and I hunted down Jess and I was kind of thinking of trying to do the same thing with her of trying to see if we could lure one of them out individually and then attack them. You know, trying, I mean, I don't know if I, I hadn't really fleshed it out fully, but like trying to like set a trap or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the plan was I'm not going to win if it's just me, Spencer, and Bird. So I want to make the move while I can. Gotcha. But I wasn't able to do that. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, if you could from a either like thematic mechanic uh, t- uh technical standpoint uh add something to the experience of trials um what would that be do you think um <laughs> sorry to put you I'm on gonna, the spot there no 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 <laughs> um i'm going to say two things and they're connected okay one more people playing Sure. I think absolutely. playing with a group of seven, it was fun. It made the game very quick, which I don't think you were expecting. Not quite I mean, to that extent, but the, ga- yeah. the whole game was over in like an hour. Yes. Um, so more people to make the game bigger and longer. And on that same note, like along with more people, adding another quadrant, which I know or another sector, which I know you're planning on doing. Yes. Um, you know, making the map bigger, making it a little bit more expansive, a little easier to explore. Um, that would, I think, I mean, sort of, it would sort of appeal to that Hunger Games sense as well of, like, getting lost somewhere like deep in the forest or whatever and then all of a sudden coming in contact with someone and having that sort of like rush of like are we going to fight are we going to be in a truce are we just going to walk past each other what's going to happen right um so i think i think the game mechanically works very well but the main thing it would benefit from is just upscaling okay i hear that because 
I know um, an initial conceptually it initially had there were a lot more um, components involved uh, mm -hmm. additional weapon types um, uh, I mean we have a ton of different weapons that we didn't even use for this iteration because you know there are only so many people so we didn't need mm -hmm. 50 weapons in there um, we have uh, and like you said we initially planned for five quadrants uh, five quadrants doesn't make sense uh, <laughs> five slices of the pie on the map uh -huh. Uh, and so forth, uh, but I know we had planned for the first run, first iteration to be smaller, just to make sure it all functioned. Not, mm -hmm. not as small as seven people, but I think that kind of after the uh, the hack and the sort of limited time we had to try to get this to go before it, Invicta really began, yeah. um, we weren't we were kind of pressed for time, uh, and so didn't have a lot of luxury there. But yes, I think we were more looking for like twelve, uh, with the size same size map. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a fifth a fifth section, maybe push it up to like sixteen people. We'll see. Yeah, I um, think I think that'd be a good number. Yeah, but there's definitely uh, definitely a lot of a lot of elements that I think we want to uh, add and. Uh, improve and 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 so forth uh from what we have and it's great to see that like the basic premise functions that was the mm -hmm. biggest thing like we yeah. ran into a handful of issues but they're all very minor and none of them like broke the game yeah. <laughs> fortunately so uh yeah a lot of a lot of progress to be made but i think we're starting from a good spot Absolutely, and I'm very excited to see the direction that future iterations go in. I'd love to be able to, you know, watch it, see it grow. I think it's going to be tons of fun. Yeah, well, we appreciated having you there. Uh, the inaugural uh, ver game of Trials was great. Loved it. Um, yeah, it was just uh, good times were had by all until you died uh <laughs> maybe blink <laughs> yeah maybe not maybe not as much for blink unfortunately poor blink <laughs> um so uh with that being said uh i don't know was there anything else related to anything that you know you've been a part of that you wanted to mention before uh we wrap this up um not really i mean i've been you know, I, I've been watching Alliance as much as I could um, while also, like, doing a bunch of other stuff on other servers, so... But, I mean, yeah, I... you What you... What you all have going with Alliance is amazing. Um, the level of... You know, the level of dedication, the level of community, the level of immersion that you're able to provide with this game i think is amazing and um you know even even though my performance was less than stellar it's still at this point my worst placement Ugh. um i'm very very happy that i am a part of this community i'm very happy that i was able to be a part of alliance and I am very much hoping that <laughs> I will be a part of it again in the future. 
You know what? I hope so too. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I wish if there was one thing that I wish Alliance was better for, it would be that people could play more often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as you kind of spent, met, you sort of touched on like the the just the amount of time and effort and work that goes into making it what it is just doesn't really give us that flexibility um but it's gonna happen like one way or another there's gonna be returning seasons in the future Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and obviously of course you also have to keep in mind you have to foster a strong enough base of alumni that there will be interest around a returning season yes Absolutely. You know, you have to be able to have people that are willing to play and also people that you would want to see back again. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's tough. We're doing the best we can. And and I mean, the best you can is still you're doing a great job. So. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much for saying that. Um, but yeah, it it's going to happen. We, we definitely hear everyone, whether whether they went out 14th or 4th or 1st, that wants to play again. Um, and uh, it's coming. I don't know when, but it's coming. That's a lie. I might know when, but... You might know when, <laughs> I but can't, you're not going to give any secrets. I can't, I can't reveal. I can't reveal. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today and and go through all this stuff it was it was a lot of fun yeah thank you so much for having me this was a blast absolutely um so uh i don't know if you saw what i mentioned in the summit channel but um my plan at the moment is to start releasing summit episodes after invicta is over Mm -hmm. um that makes sense so (laughs) so there's gonna be a wide period of time uh, before anyone else hears this, but uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at. Awesome. Thank you once again, uh, and man, enjoy your afternoon and evening and the rest of your day. Thank you, you too, Ryan. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you would like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Espionage. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Nothing's really left. Or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever Only out of place So long, farewell Oh, what I'll be to say Wait a minute Wait a minute Wait a minute So long